Yeah, this is Kong. You're listening to Shotgun the Orcs. Yo, people, what's up? You're listening to Shotgun the Orcs. This is your boy, Tom. You're joined by Aiden, a.k.a. Young Spielberg, a.k.a. Young Sylvester Stallone, and Jake, as usual. So we've got another guest on today. He's come down from Brighton. Uh, Kong of Rum Committee, or Prince Kong. Um, he's got a lot of interesting stories, and we're going to get into this. So let's go. So why the fuck I wanna show peace? They wanna chuck it, then I ain't gonna show peace. Throw hands and throw feet, catch those bleeds like cold fiends. Oh please, your image is a sick joke. Your fight stories, white noise that don't wash like shit coke. Slip throats with piff smoke. I'm that sharp, rapping like a bouncer threw me out cause I attack bars. Grill like a crashed car, still get the gas star. Hands down my pants, she can feel where my nans are. My tunes are typhoons and iTunes, they popping hard. My girls don't like you, then I'd move to Bogota. Snatch you in the back of a Volvo, even blacker or blower. You wanna clash, you best get back to the dojo. What's they talk shit? They never do shit about it. They talk crap, but none of them are backing it. They walk hard, but they run when they know you about it. And I ain't worried about nothing that ain't happened yet. Fight talk, but they don't wanna fight about it. Chat talk, but they ain't seen me rock yet. Throw my name about it, they don't wanna talk about it. Fuck these bitches, they ain't feeding off my success When I'm picking up an O, ain't talking carol with a consonant I'm making bits of dough and trying to travel every continent I'm prominent, I stand out, never ask for handouts Let me see how old you are, hold your fucking hand out Never try and mug me off in front of my pals I'll bust your nose and make you mop it up with a towel You can't fuck with a sow, we run busters and loud We bring the ruckus, we ain't nothing to fuck with, we about Kicking off you all up biggie, people used to call me pretty, now they call me me come the crew I'm from, they call us from committee Getting off every night in every club in every city Every track on every album, every dub and every ditty Every fuck and every fitty wants to be me or be with me Never fuck with Bobby but believe I hit the witty If your name be on my list then best believe you better ring me Diss me and I'm coming round and beamers full of gypsies They talk shit, they never do shit about it They talk crap but none of them are backing it they walk hard, but they run when they know you about it. And I ain't worried about nothing that ain't happened yet. Fight talk, but they don't wanna fight about it. Chat talk, but they ain't seen me rock yet. Throw my name about it, they don't wanna talk about it. Fuck these bitches, they ain't feeding off my success. You were just listening to the track, They Talk which brings us on to our guest for episode 27 of Shotgun the Orcs, 
Kong, the rum committee rep- reprobate himself. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Nah, thanks for coming down, man. And you're um, a second guest in two consecutive weeks. You've made the train journey down from Hove. So big up, man. Appreciate you joining us today on a Saturday. That's Brighton. <laughs> okay, Brighton. Already fucked that one up. <laughs> so, <Good> man. Tom. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing the sunshine down with you, man. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I had to bring something, didn't I? Yeah, okay. but yeah, no. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, good man, good man. Into it, yeah. uh, it's not your first time in Bournemouth either, is it? Nah, nah. We've, um, oh, we uh, as rum committee, we played there a bunch of times. Um, did the first ever backyard boogaloo. Shout out backyard boogaloo. Those guys have been big up, Bobby, for a long time. Um, yeah, so we played, used to play at the Winchester a couple of times. I was down a bit more recently, actually. I did a solo set in September last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was at, <laughs> I was still in rehab at the time. I had to like, I had to submit some risk assessment forms and everything to, to for them to allow me to go and do this. Surely thing. that was quite a lot of uh, forms to submit to go and play at an event. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't easy to get them to agree to it, man. Like, it, seriously, like that, that. I mean, it shit's tight in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I but can imagine. Um, yeah, I had to agree to like you know rigorous piss testing over really? <laughs> over a few days yeah to make sure i hadn't got up to no good while i was oh. away but no it all went well i went and went and played down it was my first it was my first uh gig in, in recovery actually did you so. like did you need like a chaperone or anything or did they send anyone with you no i, I went down with tiny yeah <laughs> do you know tiny <laughs> no man tiny tiny's a legend he's a he's a He's an ironically named six foot seven <laughs> DJ. Uh, shout out Tiny. Um, but yeah, I went down with him and uh, Crouchy. And we went down and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good, good, good gig for like, I enjoyed it. First time performing stuff off prehab. Yeah, man. And uh, I was back in rehab by one in the morning or something. Jesus, yeah, man. And, and Prehab is obviously the name of your new album. And we, we played it with the track They Talk, man. And it's, it's, it's dope, man. It's really kind of um, kind of a candid, gritty portrayal of like, and it, I'm guessing it's um, semi to autobiographical. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's more than semi autobiographical. <laughs> it's pretty much like, yeah. I mean, bar obviously your typical sort of uh, hip hop over exaggerations in certain areas, it's all pretty spot on mm. from like, my life before I sort of decided to get my shit together. <laughs> In short. And, that's and this was all happening during Rum Committee, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's sort of, I mean, Rum, co- I mean, it took me a long time to even start to get a solo project out because there was always so much going on. Obviously, I was doing stuff with Rum Committee. I was bringing out, I uh, brought out a couple of EPs with Hatter, the Mad Gorillas uh, EPs, shout out Hatter. Um, so I never really got around to doing anything solo. Um, it was just, there was always so much going on. And then sort of as like our rum committee became less active, I sort of started sort of going, right, fuck this. Like, I'm, you know, I'm pushing 30 and I ain't even got a solo EP, a solo fucking project out. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, I'm, I've got to do it. Started making it. It was all going well. Um, but then some personal issues in my life sort of sent me down a mad path for a couple of years so it took me a few years to get sort of get my head out of my out of my ass far enough to be <laughs> able to finish the album 
And then, obviously, as you know, I had to go into treatment for five months. Yeah, man. So you come out the other end, though, man. That's yeah, the thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? We, I'm still um, here. Go back to the beginning. So, obviously, you did a lot of battle rapping to begin with. Yeah. And that, I saw on, I watched that, um, or listened to, rather, Battle Rap Re- Resume. And, I mean, that guy's clued on. Like, he knows everything oh, about shit, every yeah. single battle Before, that's happened. And he said it was I the first battle that. was 2009, November. Was that right? That <laughs> sounds about right, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. So was that the first... first uh, uh, I battled Giz, I think, for right. my first oh, battle. It was shit. fucking shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. But obviously, like, I mean, I hadn't been rapping even that, that long by then. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Don't Flop was really in its early stages. So it was very simple, simple, like, there was, there was none of this, like, do you know what I mean? There was, well, there, there was no real technical. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. more theatrical than technical back then. Oh, People, right, okay. I'm with you, man. It was People more just like, 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 do you know what I mean? Mum jokes and taking the piss. It was, <laughs> it was less, less serious. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Playground <laughs> stuff. It was man. fun. I, I did a few and I enjoyed I enjoyed it while I was involved with it, but you couldn't fucking pay me. There's not enough money in the fucking world to get me to do that shit. It's very niche. I mean, there is, well. but you ain't got that. <laughs> it's quite niche, isn't it? Battle rapping's quite like niche, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it takes, like, pe- previous guests who've been on have explained it and, you know, saying it's a lot of effort, but not much reward. Do you know oh, what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. No, fucking you're writing right. for fucking ages, but then, you know, delivering Someone a else line. is making all the fucking dough. Yeah, that. <laughs> Shout I can imagine that. Fucking <laughs> absolute fucking thief. Was, um, was, don't, was don't flop before uh, the Cold City battles? Yeah, yeah, they kind of happened. Don't even talk about them. You know when you message me and say anything you don't want to talk about. Oh, I right, should yeah. have said the Cold City battles. <laughs> moving, moving swiftly on. I drank a lot of fucking brandy when I did those. I did two in a day. I didn't prepare for them. I was off my tits. I hadn't slept for three days. Yeah. Turned up to fucking Wembley wearing a Brighton shirt. <laughs> fucking off my rocker. And yeah, you've seen the videos. Yeah, because it's O'Shea and. It's Charlie Sloth show, um, hosting it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went up there with um, a, a whole. There was a whole fucking gang of scallywags there, to be <laughs> honest. And it all just descended into chaos. And I ended up. I don't even know where I ended up. I ended up on the wrong side of London, on the wrong side of the bed. Fucking yeah, yeah. It was that was a, that was that was one of them. Amazing, one of those man. moments. Yeah. So rewind the back even further. Poor <laughs> don't flop, man. How, how did you get into into hip hop music initially? And who's your um, inspirations? <sighs> Right, so bef- I got into I got into hip hop. I was always into hip hop. The first album I ever owned was Black Sunday by Cypress Hill. Yeah, man. And um, I stole it when I was like ten. And I didn't even know. I just liked the cover. I didn't even know what was on it. I just, and uh, and then I was like, "This is." I remember my dad used to drink in one of these old spit and sawdust geezer pubs. And uh, he used to, you know, it was one of them, like, he'd just give you a five out, go and play pool in the corner and just buy you a Coke and a packet of crisps and just sit there getting food. It was an old school northern yeah, dad. Yeah. And, uh, and um, I ended up going into the, I went into the pub and fucking, um, uh, they, had, they had Cypress Hill Black Sunday on the, uh, on the jukebox. So I was like pugging money into the jukebox and I played like A to the gay, A to the gay, A to the K, <laughs> A to the motherfucking Freudian K home boy. So I, I put that on and uh, like fucking the next day, the, like the landlord of the pub had it removed. He was like, not fucking putting that shit on it. <laughs> Vinny Paz like, posted on Instagram today. It's the 26th anniversary of Black Sunday today. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's that well, Makes yeah. me feel fucking old. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Hey, to the motherfucking K home, boy. Yeah. Motherfucking K. Hey, to the 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 motherfucking
and that's a that's a good introduction to um to hip hop. I mean, yeah. Cypress Hill are kind of often like not not kind of forgotten about, but you know, like with the kind of the greats, yeah. I don't think people don't really think give them as them, much appreciation kind of as they yeah. deserve. Do you I, know what I, I mean? I get, I, f- I feel that. I think I think they're quite underrated. To yeah, be man. Fair. They, you know, what I mean, they were they were there kind of at the start, like the start of the the start of the gangster rap shit. Like you know, the pioneers as well, man. Mm. In like kind of like stoner hip hop, man. Yeah, they were like, yep. they were leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else. Do you know what I mean? They, they called it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that was that was my introduction to hip hop. Um, <coughs> I didn't start rapping until beta. I started. I started writing. I was in jail, <laughs> like in two thousand fucking hell, two thousand five to two thousand seven. I was in prison, and. Uh, I was just fucking, I had nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I kind of wrote and it was like, there was no structure to it. It was just rhymes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Then I got out of jail and um, linked up with Gizmo, um, who I'd known since I was younger. I used to drink with him in town when we were teenagers and get up to no good. And uh, I just linked up with Giz and I was just like, oh, I'm kind of like trying to do some sort of rapping sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he took me down to Slip Jam um, in Brighton, which is like, it was, before it finished, it was the longest running open mic rap night in the world. Shit. It, it was running for like 15 in years. Brighton? Fuck yeah, that. it was running for like, Heinzy Hines as well. Shout out Heinzy Hines. He's the... He was the he was the long term host of that thing, and it, and that was kind of where I learned to rap. Like I came up against. I remember Enlish. Do you know Enlish, Dave? No man. He, he's a he's a he's a he's a rapper. He's done a lot of don't flop as well. But I remember him saying to me like, he said, I remember seeing you come into fucking Slip Jam and thinking, who the fuck is this guy? This like mad aggressive guy that can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like and he's like you know he's like and years later he's like you fucking you know. It's changed. Like, yeah, that's an, an, ever an incentive to start rapping. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Evil, man. I mean, like, fuck it, I think Verb T said to me in a battle once, yeah, this is one of the most cutting things that's ever been said to me. He said, I, I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? He said, you look like some mad dude walked away from a stag dude, saw a bunch of guys rapping and thought, yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if anyone ever just fucking just took, like, dissected me, took me to fucking pieces, <laughs> one bar I thought yeah so shout out Verb T Tom you fucking piece of shit <laughs> oh man that's amazing nah, he's man. a good guy man but yeah that was that was yeah so and that was kind of your your starting point to form Rum Committee then yeah yeah I was actually in, I, I lived in Spain when Rum Committee started I was out there working and um Giz Giz got drunk one night with Direct Bacchio and um Bones and they all got drunk on rum and was like, yeah, let's form a crew called Rum Committee. <laughs> and then I kind of phoned them from Spain and like... Yeah, Can like, I join yeah. you guys? Well, no, was, yeah, Giz was like, oh, we formed a crew. Like, we, like if if you ever come back from Spain, then there's a place for you. And oh, I, came, sick, I came back for a week and never left. Yeah, man, that's, that's sick, man. So, you know, like Rum Committee and obviously the logo is like Rum-Com. Like, yeah. Like, is that playing words of like Rom-Com? But that no. was no, because was it? I, I thought in my head it was like they worked it out afterwards, and it just looks quite good as a logo. I don't know. It was just like we used to shout when we were drunk. <laughs> that's, yeah, let's wrap that one up then. <laughs> so, man, just to obviously, like, to our listeners, and, and I'm guessing if you're into UK hip hop, you're gonna know who Rum Committee are. But for those who don't know, do you want to elaborate a little bit more about the members of the crew? Uh, you know, a bit about your history, what you what you achieved together, live performances, and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so 
we formed probably 2009-2010 uh, brought our first album Booze Town in 2012 uh, did a bunch of shit in between <laughs> drank loads of liquor scrapped loads of dickheads uh, you did loads of shows um, you know uh, yeah and uh, what else yeah we've got um, members and myself the front line of myself Gizmo Seaslin, Bucchio and Rag and Bone Man. Mm-hmm. They're like we're like the front line. So you've got the four rappers and big rags, he sings, he raps, he fucking plays guitar, he plays piano, he pretty much kicks the shit out of everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Rag and Bone Man. I think most people have probably heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's doing bits you right now. <laughs> he's doing fucking bits. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, uh, Did you always know like you had kind of an ace in the hole with that guy? Like, oh mate, the guy the guy the guy's just fucking he's always been like do you know what I mean? What you see is what you get with him. He's always been that guy. He's always been that talented. He just needed to, obviously just needed to tweak a few little bits and pieces in his yeah. life to make it really happen. He did that. And like, you know, he's a fucking, he's a, he's a great guy. He's my little girl, Odetta's godfather. And he's a fucking absolute G. Amazing, man. Done, done, done amazing things. And the, I, I spoke to uh, um, these boys, like the first time I saw him, um, he was playing with Finger Food in, in Bristol mm-hmm. and he was supporting, um, he was at the Immortal Technique, Pete Rock and um, KRS-One gig yeah. and Split Profits were there and he just warmed up, basically, he was like, you know, the support artist, support artist. Mm-hmm. I thought, who the fuck is this guy, man? Like He just started singing, everyone thought, oh, he's going to spit bars and he just kind of breaks out into this kind of baritone <laughs> yeah. voice, you're like, yeah, man. We were talking about him for days afterwards, man. I was like friends with him on Facebook for like a little while, and then he became famous and cold over nobody. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh shit! No, I do. I do really like him. Like he seems like he's someone that, if, if I'm right in saying, that keeps very true to his roots. Like when he was on John from Ross show, he just he's the only person I've seen on there with like a face tattoo. You know? Yeah, well, you, yeah. Well, he's got 101 tattooed on his face. Oh, is I've it? got it on my hand there. Oh, cool. And that's where we. That's where Rum Committee started. We've all got the 101 tattoo. 101 Southwick Square, this fucking dodgy flat that I used to live in, and just about everyone else used to live in. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that's where fucking the magic started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where Booze Town was recorded, and loads of mad shit happened. I've got I've got to ask you about something. Um, Carol Vorderman, what's the, what's the deal with that? <laughs> I don't know Carol. I've met her daughter. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I never met I never met Carol Vorderman, but I was I wasn't around for the uh, for the rom com sort of uh when when they were on tour yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was busy taking drugs somewhere <laughs> so hold on hold on you don't elaborate there was a, sun, there was a sun article when it yeah, talked oh, yeah. about carol vorderman yeah. being like rom-com's biggest groupie <laughs> being the unlikely fan and kind of like you know kind of her and seasling are really good friends <laughs> That's yeah. so fucking weird, really? man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like her and Seasling talk, yeah. yeah. Well, is she, is she like based in Brighton as well? or? Nah, she's Bristol based, I think. Oh, I wouldn't even know, man. It's so, yeah, it's so random. She's from Bristol. <laughs> so random. But, um, they were, the, the Giz and TC were like a support act on Rag and Bowman's tour. And she came and they ended up all getting drunk on Buckfast and eating chicken together. So I hear. I didn't meet her, but I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're so, ta- we're Tangelo, man. Like, why is Buckfast so popular for like 
because it's because it's cheap and insane. <laughs> I've never tried drunk it. it. Yeah, I have, man. Exactly. It's like, like oh Jesus Christ! I mean, I had a fucking long-term hard drug habit, and nothing has made my heart do backflips like Buckfast. Literally, Buckfast is like it's like highly caffeinated, fortified wine. wine. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, fucking it's brutal. It's weird because they brew it like Buckfast, monks, Abbey, whatever. The like, monk, monks, yeah, yeah. It. it's well popular in but Scotland. In Scotland, it? yeah. Like, like when I was in jail, most of the Scottish people that I met in jail were in jail for Buckfast-related crimes. I'm like, like, what are you in jail for? They're like, oh, Bucky, man. <laughs> Fucking Bucky, I lost two days. I'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, nice. No, it's, it's a real big thing up there, the Buckfast. Oh, man. Where can you get it? Anywhere, uh, mate. Anywhere, mate. It's about eight quid a bottle. It's fucking well, rank. they sell it in, like, Tesco? Yeah, it's sell it everywhere, mate. Is it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mainly, like, smaller offies, though. I don't know. They're yeah, like, yeah. Do they sell it in Tesco? I think they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. Does it look like it would be a beer? It's got, no, like, an orange no, flavour. It's, like, it's like wine. It's like, yeah. it's like port or something. It's, like, thick yeah. red liquid. And it's got a real, like, old full of caffeine, label, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Buckfast tonic wine. There we go. Yeah, and it says on the label, it's like, uh, tonic does not does not imply medicinal properties. <laughs> there you go. You must have seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's fucking ruthless shit. Fucking do- like Vice documentaries on it and all sorts, oh, yeah. man. It's, it's actually like- nice, though. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but but if you if you like getting fucked out of your mind and acting like a complete maniac, then you'll enjoy it. But obviously, yeah, don't do it unless you're willing to do at least fifteen months behind the door in jail. <laughs> so with the um, with going back to the don't flop days um, in the the, the, the battle rap resume, you you said how when you when you did it, you went up with a, like a lot of Brighton. Like oh, a lot. Yeah. Did you have like a whole sort of crew Fucking that you went up with? Of us. Yeah, yeah, just like... all around the UK to do battling. Yeah, mainly. I mean, it was mainly me. Me, Giz, and TC were like we used to bop about together, but like, but like there was always loads of people with us. Like, yeah. Um, and when we used to go, we used to go up to like battle events at Brick Lane. There'd be like 30, 30, 40 of us on the train. Yeah. Because they're like, I've got two brothers, and they, and obviously they've got two different aged sort of social groups, and they all used to like all their mates used to come. So there used to be fucking loads of us and we used to get into so much trouble. I love that, man. Sounds like, like a football fan. I was going to say, <laughs> mate, yeah, you, you just assume that they're like going... A like, battle rap. Big <laughs> <big family. laughs> exactly. They're going to like spit poetry at each other. I love that shit, man. No, just, yeah, no, we Common were, misconception. We, 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 it's like we these guys deep. are poets. <laughs> so you must have had some Straining. sort of mad times happening like every, even every single time you went up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. What's the wildest shit you've ever... Um, That's the really stupid question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, All right, let, wait, top, top three. <laughs> okay. What wildest shit that's ever happened or on a... Fu- it could be any... any oh, either, a li- either a live show... Maybe it's one that you in. haven't told before, because I'm sure you've probably been asked this question oh, several shit. times over. I think of something. Um, I don't know, there was a little wild shit. It was mainly, it was mainly like... Like okay, so this <laughs> this is a funny one. There's video. There's a video of this on YouTube actually, um, where we were. At, it was just after I battled Jolly J in uh, Brixton, and I beat him and took. I think I battled took hundred quid of his money off him. Because <laughs> we both put hundred quid up for it, and then the next battle was Ten Chu versus Big Cannon, and we were on the stage, and there were some guys like just being dickheads, just being loud. Like while the battle was going on, someone said, be quiet. They got lippy. One thing led to another. Next thing was a fucking absolute brawl like on stage. It's a video of it on YouTube somewhere. Um, 
Soon and, to be added to the channel. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, like there was me and a, I'm not going to name anyone in it because I'm not a snitch, but there was me and a, like a little group of scallywags there. Just fucked a, fucked a bunch of guys up. <laughs> fucked a bunch of guys, threw them off the stage and had them dragged out the fucking venue. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, 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 probably it, like a hundred different stories. There, there was, yeah, exactly. There, <laughs> yeah, none yeah. of them are that interesting, to be honest. But there, there was always there was always a madness going on because, you know, you put like a big gang of like drug and alcohol charged fucking like you know rappers are fucking arrogant pieces of shit anyway they, they <laughs> rappers will think they're the fucking tits anyway you fill them with drinking drugs and just fucking just watch them fucking go <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a candid depiction <laughs> didn't you speak about before um i think it was last episode uh what rappers you'd all put into love island and just what would happen yeah <laughs> like imagine seeing like that kid or dirty dyke or like even you in love island I'd love, I'd, like I'd, I'd fucking love to see that that I'd be like, mate, if you just put me, that kid, and Dirty Dyke in Love Island, watch what happens. Watch. Oh, Do you know what? If, if you were to ask me which other two rappers would you take with you, it'd probably be those two guys. <laughs> They're both fucking lunatics. Yeah, man. We had Daddy on it, man. He was, to be fair, he was, he was fucking funny, man. Certified G. But he, yeah. he's doing bits at the moment, man. He's like really kind I, of... I remember turning up to a party once and I was like, I just went down there to do something and I... I was in the kitchen smoking and I could just see this like silhouette outside this window and uh, I was thinking, what are they doing? And I went over, I opened this window and it was just, it was like that. He's just like stood in a corner, just like pissing in this garden. <laughs> just like, all right. <laughs> I was just like, all right, mate. Just closed the window, just left him to it. <laughs> Funny guy. Oh man, it's probably a good segue then. So like, what, what's your, like, what are your thoughts on the current state of UK hip hop at the moment? Because obviously it's like, it's popping at the moment, man. Like in the independent a, sense. It's such a broad question. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've got the UK hip-hop world that I live in. Versus grime. And then you've got... But it's not really... I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you could say grime, but... I mean... So, interesting, actually, because, like... Uh, I, 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 am I called to talk about the, that album you asked me? Yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah, yeah. So you asked me to review an album, yeah, and one that was either a, like a recent release or a classic. Yeah, man. So the one I've decided to review is neither of those things. <laughs> but <laughs> but to be fair, it's a fairly recent release. Is it your own album? No. Nah, oh, right. <laughs> Come, Come on, I've been off the coke for a while now. I don't. I'm not that arrogant anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna review. We're gonna review my album. My album's the fucking best. Um, no, um, no, but it's a, but it's gonna be a classic. Like it'll be remembered as a classic. It's Jay Huss, Common Sense, and that's that's gonna be. Trust me, that will go down in fucking history twenty, thirty years from now. That album. Mate, all right, ala so, elaborate, man. We'll check we'll out elaborate. Elaborate. We'll, we'll, we'll check to hold out this for later. Yeah, we'll check it out. So check we're, out we're gonna episode, do a mini sale on that. So so yeah, uh, yeah stay lot people. Stay lot, right, I like that, man. So that's kind of like so Jay Huss, and we talked about him in terms of like there's this almost middle ground between like. UK hip hop and grime, where certain people fit in between in terms of like you know UK yeah, rap. Right. That guy doesn't fit in anywhere, man. He's, his album covers like five or six different genres. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking absolute genius. But that's, that's another thing, right? We we talk about these artists like such as him and and like um like like kind of recent examples like Slow Tie and like Cass is Dead and people you can't really pigeonhole. You can't really say yeah they do a certain type of music and they're the ones smashing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Because they've got that kind of intriguing, I guess, appeal. 
you've got something for everyone, but it's done in a sincere way. It's not like a disingenuous, like, oh yeah, I'm Ed Sheeran, I'm going to release a fucking album where I've got like pop and country and like trance and hip hop. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't it, seem like they've they've gone out there to go and look, I'm going to appeal to everyone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just yeah, going to appeal yeah. to me. I'm going to do the music. Exactly, I like man. Making. And like, I think that I think that's that shines through when someone makes an album where like they've, there's a, they've left a piece of themselves on it mm-hmm. then you c- it shines through every time and that's that's kind of what I tried to do with my album you we know d- hey honestly man this is crazy we have like like the kind of 360s we have on this podcast when we talk to other guests and stuff and we talked about that as well in terms of going like what, listening to an album I can't remember it was a couple of guests ago they said I think it was IET when he was like you want to go on a journey into that into that guy's brain do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you want to get an impression of what this artist is all about, what they're trying to convey through their lyrics, or yeah, and you go on a journey with them. Unless it's that, then it's surface level. And he, and he, um, I think the example he used is Loyal Karna. Yeah. Yeah. Like quite, he says something, but you don't always necessarily get what he's all about. It's very samey throughout. Okay. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, and I'm trying to think of another example, but do you know what I mean? It's kind of you. Yeah. You, you want to kind of really get an idea of what that person's about. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I just think like, and obviously, like the music I make is hip hop music, but it, I, I didn't I didn't grow up as like I mean I was I'd like like I Cypress Hill like I say was the first album I ever but I kind of grew up as a kind of rock kid. I used to play the drums and I used to be in bands and shit. Yeah, man. And like, and like I was always into like. I was always interested in the story. Like when I was younger, I used to be interested in rapping, but everyone was rapping drum and bass in garage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's not really a lot to say. Do you know what I mean? There's like, or it didn't feel like there was at the time. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel like there was, I didn't, it didn't interest me enough for me to, but when I started hearing like, like, just like, do you know what I mean? People like fucking, like Cypress Hill, but like, like people like Nas or people like fucking, uh, biggie, do you know what I mean? Or people, people like people who tell a fucking story yeah, yeah, yeah. and like construct an image for you, and and you and you really like you can really be in it, you know. And that that's the kind of stuff that I sort of started to think. Well, you know, this is a bit of me. Like that's it, man. And Nas just released uh, Lost Tapes too, isn't he? Oh, no, I haven't heard that. I yet. haven't either. I'm, 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 I haven't had a chance to listen to it, man. I, I still, I'm I a little bit scared to, to listen to it in case man. I hate it because I've heard loads of people <laughs> say it's shit. Did you see that meme the other day? I shared it on Facebook where it's like, um, you know, that meme where like a uh, guy's walking past and he's holding his girlfriend's hand and he like turns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bird. I was just like about the guy turned his head was Nas and he was looking at like trash beats walking past <laughs> when his when his girlfriend was like fucking large professor. Like, <laughs> it's such it's just like oh, uh, shit. so I was kind of hoping oh, don't let it be you know don't let that be the case because yeah. he does make questionable choices when it comes to beats man but. yeah I think just uh, I've just not been convinced by much new stuff he's done every so often he'll drop something I'll be like yeah he's back and yeah yeah, yeah. fucking the rest so, of garbage I'll take it you weren't a fan of uh, Nazir then the Kanye produced one from because um, I mean I listened to it a couple of times but I couldn't name one track off it yeah yeah do you know what I mean like that tells yeah. you everything Adam and Eve man listen to that one that was probably my favourite one on there I but think with the Lost Tapes 2 is where it's a collection of like tracks I've listened to it um, from like Lost Tapes obviously yeah, yeah you've yeah. got like a a range of different producers on there so 
Pretty sure there is like Kanye produced tracks on there, but then you'll have like. So I was gonna say, is it is it like old acapellas with like, do you know what I mean, with new beats? If no, I think I think it's just they... I think it's just tracks that never. I don't, I'm not actually 100 okay. sure, but I always think it's just tracks that never made like maybe the final cut. I think Nas has been around like for so long that like even like you think about like new Nas shit, but 10 years ago was new Nas shit. Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like so lost. Ten, they could be from fucking 10 years ago, and if they didn't yeah. make one of the albums 10 years ago, maybe. Then, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I think like the best example I can think of where an artist has um, made beats and then a new artist has come into like spit over it is self-titled and um, Buckwild. So Buckwild made this like catalog of beats a while ago, and then um, they released an album. Probably, but it's probably still about a decade old now. But it's still to me, it's new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah, it's called Ninety Ninety Now. So it's very kind of like nineties boom bap aspect that self-titled is known for. The beats were fucking hard though. Really good, man. But um, going on to like the question again around like UK hip hop and the state of it at the moment, in terms of like the pocket that you consider yourself to fit yeah, in, yeah, fucking what's, your, what's your view on that? <laughs> that took a mad detour. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, Shit, yeah, it yeah. tends to, man. <laughs> <laughs> These so, are only yeah. 20 minute episodes, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of space. I, I would say your um, inner genre is quite sort of niche, isn't it? You have got your own very, well, rightly so, you've got your own sort of style. Yeah, it's, it's like like I say, you've got the sort of it's the the more underground sort of like UK hip hop that's kind of got its own sort of little fat like you know I mean I don't mean to sort of um, like undermine it in any way. They're fucking great fans, but like it's just a smaller pocket of fans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so where like like whereas sort of someone a bit you know what I mean like someone who's signed to a major obviously is gonna have a, like a broader range. But yeah, in, I mean, in, in, inside the UK hip hop sort of scene or like community, whatever you want to call it, like I, I rate it. You know, I, I rate what I rate the fact that people now. I mean, like listening to like talking about that kid and Leaf's new thing. Yeah, man. Like that. You know, they've got they've got they've got some serious serious features on there. Like yeah. it's it's a great project. Got the like, Griselda boys on there, don't absolutely, they? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and. Uh, Obviously, like it's it's a great project, and uh, and the fact that they're like being able to attract that that sort of, do you know what I mean? That sort of scope on that mm -hmm. sort of clout with a with a with a artist artist like Conway and shit, like it's that's such good news. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, because uh, Meth no, who was it? Had Method Man. No, it was oh, no, Wisdom. Wisdom had yeah, Method yeah, Man. Yeah, didn't no, so you had you had Conway, you had Be uh, I don't think Benny's on Rock it. Rock uh, Rock Marciano and Westside Gun. Yeah. On, on, um, that kid's album man and, and all three features of that none, none of the fucking verses are throwaway either they're all really fucking sick yeah, features yeah, on hard. there you know like West Side Guns track on um, I think it's um, West Side Guns like one of my he's probably my favourite rapper at the moment yeah he's, has been for a little while since he's amazing since man he Supreme, Supreme Blind Tell man as well and like Hitler mm. Wears um, Hitler Wears Hermes Hermes yeah, yeah man all, oh, like um, shout out Purist by the way so like I, I got introduced to Westside Gun by my boy Purist, who's who owns a uh, dope, dope the label. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he <coughs> introduced me to Westside Gun. And I was Fuck like, this yeah. guy, this fucking guy is insane. And obviously Conway and Benny like like sort of like sort of fed off from that. Mm. But yeah, I listened to all, I listened to all that shit. Like. Yeah, and Conway, I mean, he's been like you know, shot in the back of the head, and he's yeah. like. He's his half face his face is paralysed, isn't it? So his face like, looks like an old pair of my trainers. So <laughs> holding, hanging to the side. But, but it's, it's sick how <laughs> they're like in their 30s, man, and they're, they're coming out and making like some of the rawest shit out at the moment. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's encouraging for someone like myself who sort of, 
I'm 34 and I'm just like, oh, maybe I should just knock this shit on the head. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, like... Don't do it, man. Um, well, you know, I'll Don't do, do it. it. I'll, I'll keep making music as long as as long as long I enjoy it. That's the thing, man. But they did, um, they did a record recently, uh, the Griselda Boys, with, um, with Premier, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Because... I read I read somewhere I think an interview with Rag and Bone Man saying that you're you're the guy who saw the tweet from Primo and called him and you were <laughs> like you were like mate you've got to check your Twitter yeah 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 I was just like went and yeah I see that I was just like bruv <laughs> I was like and at this point like Rags I mean he was he was getting big but he I mean I think he was signed but he was like he hadn't had his big like big big reveal you know yeah yeah and so like. And then I yeah I think I woke up and I see a tweet Primo saying uh, Ruben's train is my my alarm music in the morning. He's like Rag and Bone Man's that guy or something something like that. I was like what? I was like hey, Rags, listen, <laughs> bruv, get your phone out. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, and obviously that opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. You know, like obviously the Owls did their did their thing with Primo. Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, obviously like. You know, it's a, again like another great sort of like bridging the gap between. I, I like how Primo is open to embrace the UK scene. Like he, he, he yeah. did it with Kalashnikov back in the day as well. Like I think when yeah. he heard Murder, he was just like, "Yeah, check this guy out. He's he's sick and he actually deserves to be heard." Do you know what I mean? I know we've he's spoke yet. about before. But what do you think about um, Drake and his like influence or his take on the UK scene? It's really like I fucking can't stand that guy. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's really polarizing. Isn't why is it? why is that? Fucking just everything about him. Yeah. Everything about him makes me angry. <laughs> He's a fuck. Oh yeah, no. So, okay, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's not listening. It's alright. Yeah, maybe. no, no, <laughs> no. But no, but I'm I'm trying to correctly summarise how much I dislike this guy without being there for ten minutes. Okay, <laughs> he, sti- he steals man. his fucking bars. He's he 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 fucking he abuses auto tune. He's he's completely like. Have you have you heard um, OG Roots like Dirty Goods? Uh, his send for Drake and uh, and Wiley as well. No man. <laughs> right. You need to listen to that. It's we'll called Goofy. Bit, we'll get a bit of that. In. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Goofy. Yeah, yeah, bruv, listen, it's too much. Yeah. So so OG Roots, formerly known as Dirty Goods. Fucking absolute legend in the game. Legend in the so, game. So, and like, obviously, like, um, like Rags obviously took off and, and he's bl- he's blown up, but he's still doing, he's still working with, you know, the independent scene. Um, like he's, he's, you know, still dropping tracks with High Focus and that a lot, and he, he MCs and stuff, and he was on your album. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I really, like, respect that about him, that he's still willing to do that. But is there any, like, I guess there might be some kind of contractual obligations to a certain extent, because I remember listening to Jess's, album that dropped Billy Green is Dead and like he appeared it was definitely him but he was under like a Neo Lion or something like that any old lion yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) that's sick man but I think that's I really rate that like yeah, I, I, I don't really I've never really spoke to him about that but I, I kind of found that quite funny because <laughs> I, I just remember the old adverts from when I was a kid like any old eye and any old eye and that's just that's what I heard when I saw it it was like any old eye and I was like okay oh man that's amazing but um, yeah I kind of respect the fact that he's still like involved yeah. in in the scene that he came from, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rather I mean, just I mean I'll, 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 I'll throw it out there and say right now that the uh, the verses on my album from Rag and Bone Man were recorded quite some time ago. I don't think we'd be we'd be quite as freely 
able to release anything if that if that, that wasn't the case and i'd imagine that's the same with the the high focus things that he dropped is that uh he probably recorded them quite some time ago because i don't, I yeah, don't quite yeah, yeah. know i don't know how how free would be able to do that now but um you know he's he's done a lot for he's done a lot for me personally he's done a lot for like rum committee collectively he's done a lot for the uk just just mm -hmm. in general uh but but his friends and family like i mean you know he he fucking he brought us <laughs> he brought us out in front of fifty thousand people at glastonbury to perform with him and, uh, and you know I, I can't imagine pitching that to the label <laughs> and his management and everyone else involved would have been an easy fucking thing to do mm. especially as i was really in it at the time i was really bang on the drugs <laughs> so what, what was it what was it like playing at glastonbury then fucking Surely that's, insane that's an incredible man, man. insane man like i've never seen that many people together at any one time yeah like, so what stage was it on it's the other stage right it's like it's like the second it's biggest the second stage big right. Right. used to be the enemy stage it's fucking like fifty thousand people there must have been <laughs> and you stayed for the whole week is it a week or no nah, i was there for a day yeah i was Buff. there for a day we drove up there in the morning we were supposed to drive back in the... Well, everyone else drove back in the evening. I woke up in a fucking field the next morning. Jesus, man. And uh, with no money. <laughs> no money. Uh, a bo bo bottle of wine and... Uh, a bottle of wine filled with MDMA. And I was due in court that morning at 10 o'clock. <laughs> and I was in a field in Glastonbury at half seven going, fuck. Did you have to just go up to like the security? I oh, know Rag and Bone, man. I know Rag and Bone. Nah, did a fuck. I just walked onto the coach, drank my wine, and didn't go to court. <laughs> Went out drinking in Brighton instead. <laughs> Got back to Brighton at like half eleven. I was like, well, I'm already late for court, and I'm off my absolute tit. So ended up in Weatherspoons, I think. I think part of like his appeal, though, is the fact that he is like so down to earth and hasn't really turned his back on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the pu he's even his like public persona is very much like. It's really difficult for him because I like, bet, man. he's because he, he's so recognisable. Yeah. Like obviously, you know, you could, you can't miss him. Like cause he's a big old guy and he's you know he's he's distinctive. But he likes going to these you know to to his friends' gigs and he likes being able to perform and do, like do you know what I mean and help like do things like to help his mates. But it does, like I just don't I think the the situation with him it just doesn't make it easy you know there's all he, he, he's ne he's never really free to just enjoy himself with his it's mates it's difficult where I'm sure the attention sort of goes off the person he's trying to help to then him doesn't it but that's yeah. without him meaning so yeah no exa exactly like exactly and, and I just think I just think it, you know I think if I was getting bothered every, like by someone every every two minutes like you know you you try and be courteous for a while but it can it must get old it must get tiring yeah well you've just had your mates trying to have a good time and you've got so someone's yeah. trying to take a picture every five minutes isn't it yeah i mean i suppose it comes with a life but i doubt any there's nothing that can really prepare you for it is nah. there, so. a bit man is it is it weird like when you hear his voice on like adverts and stuff <laughs> on tv and or you just really i mean i'm i mean you know I'm, gl <laughs> I'm, gl I'm, gl I'm, gl I'm glad I don't have to listen to the radio like all day because like, you know, like and, and I have to listen to sort of like giant or human on repeat a million times. <laughs> but, um, you know, at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I listened, I, I listened to like his music indoors. I've a I actually was, uh, actually, I'm not, uh, I'm not. Um, I won't say that. But, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no. In, in answer to your question, no, it's not weird to hear him. It's, it's like you know, it's just 
is what it is now. Yeah, man. He's, he's out there, isn't he? It's good, man. It's like kind of must be proud that your mates just achieved what he's done. Do you know what I mean? He's, Absolutely. That's that's all it is, man. It's all love, isn't it? So, like, what are you um, what are you listening to at the moment besides your own album? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't no, I don't listen to my music after it's finished. After the album's out, like. I've listened to it so many times, but I don't think I've listened to the album once since I put it out. Mm. Um, but what am I listening to now? Um, I'm actually listening to a lot of old grime music at the minute, a lot of old Dizzy and crazy. Yeah, yeah, and okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, and 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 just a, a lot of bands like I, I I listen to just like a lot of old rock music, a lot mm. of like. A lot of old grunge music like Nirvana. Try me, man. Alice in Chains as well. Any of that? Yeah, not not so much, but yeah, yeah you're like, you know, I, I and you know, I listen to everything, man. But I'm, I'm a. Uh, when I start making music, I kind of go into myself. So like, like a like I've been recording. So like, I kind of when when like when I'm sort of writing new new tunes I don't really listen to much other people's music yeah yeah I kind of sort of go yeah just sort of go into myself and it's like trying to like derive my own sort of inspiration or yeah whatever. yeah yeah I'm not really listening to a lot I'm I'm, I'm trying to fin I'm trying to finish another project actually that mm -hmm. I'm, in, I'm in the process of making with a uh, producer in Brighton called Ransom Notes okay yeah yeah you were talking a bit about that man do you want to yeah. talk a bit more about have you got like a plan when to release or um, hopefully kind of pr hopefully early next year i mean we've uh, like we've recorded probably the backbone of, of an album just um we, we just need to sort of like i think just i just need to tweak it and make it like fill some gaps you know I mean? yeah like man I hear just you. just uh, add some tracks that need to be added but hopefully early next year i'll bring that out um but I'm like I say, I'm still pushing this one, you know. Like I'm still pushing this. Uh, trying not to like, like get ahead I've got, of yourself. I've got yeah, mad yeah. ADHD, so I can flip <laughs> from a project to something. You know what I mean? I can get bored. I can fuck see something shiny in the corner of my eye, and then I've just forgotten about something I've been working on for six months. I'm yeah, man. Something new. I, I think like prehab. I mean, it's it's a really solid album. It flows really, really well. I think it's a good depiction of who you are as a person as well. As you said, it's like autobiographical. It's like a gritty depiction of kind of like, you know, like dealing your time inside mm. and like all of these different things, relationship problems uh, and all of that kind of stuff. And it's really kind of, uh, we spoke about it earlier. It's good to get inside kind of the mind of the artist and hear that. And that's once you put it out there, is that therapy for you in a way? Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a real cathartic process. Yeah, yeah I can imagine, like, man. It was like, I was so desperate. I was desperate to get to release it before I went to rehab. And I, I just don't, I just don't, don't think in my head at the time, I don't think I fully gave enough credit to the process it takes to fucking, to put an album out. Mm -hmm. Like the recording, it's the easy part. Mm -hmm. Just all the ball out that goes with it afterwards. That, there was a lot stuff. of um, like extra production and stuff in that, wasn't there? Because that song, The Abyss, obviously the first song on the, on the album. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, even though it's only like a minute long. I really enjoyed it because it set like a really eerie tone to the to the whole album, um, and it sets this whole like shady picture of of Booze Town, isn't it? It's, it reminded yeah. me of like a graphic novel or something. Like, Do you know what it reminded like me? Watchmen or something. It made me think of uh, Gotham from Batman. Yeah, 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 <laughs> all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, if that if, that, if that's the, <laughs> you felt like you're in the street. That's the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of it's it's mad because. Um, that track actually came out of being an intro to a, a rum committee track. 
um, that we the, the track that we performed at Glastonbury actually Rumtown, and uh, that was like it was a very similar sounded instrumental, and I recorded that as like the intro to that to this track Rumtown. And then it never got used, and I just thought it sounds like it, it, I thought I'm, this could be like the intro to my album. Like it's 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 that sort of you know it's kind of I, I don't know like it's kind of like the the upbringing and the kind of life that I've yeah been, man do you know what I mean like grew up broke like 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 my eldest of like three boys my mum like on her own pretty much most of the time yeah and like just not, not having that much money not not living <clears throat> in like very nice areas and you know being kicked out of school and getting up to no good and mm -hmm. you know smoking weed in the park and fucking nicking car stereos and shit you know that was that was so that that was kind of my sort of sort of teenage years like my, like trying to sort of like form into an adult but actually just like you know, just, I was just kind of feral, and my mum was like caught up with my two younger brothers who were, she had to be there for. So I was just doing my own thing, and like that's kind of where all my chaos started. You yeah, know? man. So, so that was almost like your precursor to this album in the sense of like you said it's a long time in the work, so like four years. Yeah. You, you mentioned you had a track on there that you wrote seven years ago as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is this is basically just an extension of you as a person. Yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I listened to that album so many times front to back before I, before I released it because I just I was just and there were a couple of tracks in there that nearly got cut and I'm really glad I didn't cut them because like I really like it's a, it's a body of work for me. I, I like I like how it is and mm -hmm. I feel like I covered all bases with that for how how life was for me up until. Last year, until I fucking decided to get myself in the rehab. Good man, no, shit together. that's that's man, that's good man. It's good that you're kind of you're doing it and you're making steps to do it. That's all you can do, really, man. But we talked about some of the features on your album. Obviously, you got we, we talked about Rag and Bow Man a little bit. Yeah, Seasoning from Rum Committee. You got Ocean Wisdom on there as well. Yeah, yeah. that Ocean Wisdom track was the Don. It's hard yeah. man. Yeah, I really enjoyed man. that. So Ocean's obviously he's from Brighton as well, right? Mm. Have you yeah. have you known? Of him, obviously, his his story was through kind of high focus and stuff that he recorded with Dyke and he, they did walk in and all that kind of thing. But like being on the scene yourself, I, I take it you knew of him and you knew about him. Ocean, yeah, yeah. I introduced him to Dyke. You did. So you, ah, oh, I see, you, man. I um, I took him. Up, I've known Ocean since he was like about sixteen, and he was a, he was a friend of my brother. And that's his real name as well, isn't it? Ocean yeah. Wisdom. So um, I took Ocean when I was recording around at Dyke's studio. I took Ocean with me to introduce him to Dyke, and uh, I, I was basically, I was fucking hammered, <laughs> and um, I, I was slurring my words <laughs> recording, so I just said to Dyke, like, let, you know, let Ocean record something, and uh, Ocean recorded Walking, and then it all just sort of... So that was, you, you were the catalyst behind that then, man, you made that happen? Well, I mean... Well, you know, man, <laughs> You heard it here. Like, Kong, did it. I, 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 Kong is responsible know. for Ocean Wisdom's quitting. I'm joking. No, I, 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 I introduced him to Dyke. Everything he did, he did. You know. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I've, I'm, I've got a lot of fucking. You know, I'm really proud of what he's done. I think he's fucking. You know, he's he's he's, he's done his thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, just like you know, I, I I I've introduced different people to different people. And I've always done it because I just I, I want people to make good music. Yeah, yeah. And I've kind of often done it in the face of like 
it pissing people off <laughs> because they're like, oh, why are you why are you introducing that person to that person because that person's gonna steal that person like. And, you know, none of that bullshit works for me. I'm just like, people aren't commodities. You know what I mean? That's like, right. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if that person wants to make music with that person, then that person wants to make music with that person, and it's going to be good music, then fuck you. Like, no. But it's good to and have that sort of amazing, in competition, man. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, do you know what? I mean, I've kind of suffered for my, for my um, nonchalance towards that whole sort of thing. You know, I haven't, you know, I could have made money from doing it. You know what I mean, really. But you kept but, your integrity but, and you're a real human but, being. But at the same like time, <laughs> at the same time, it's like, like I don't know. I, I, I've, I only make music with people I like, mates. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, for me, like it's not really. I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone offered me a fucking big check to go and make music with a dickhead, I'd do it. But you know, until that happens, I make music with people who I like. Of course, you man. know. And, um, that's, yeah, yeah, that's real talk, man. You know, <laughs> be fucking honest. Do you know what I mean? Like, but um, yeah, for, as far as I'm concerned, like, if if two people connecting can make a fucking to, can make a difference and like make a, make a real bring a good project, and fuck it, do you know what I mean? Fuck the politics. Mm-hmm. Fuck like, oh, he said, she said, she said. Oh, well, they're on that side and they've got that. And Is there a lot of that in like UK hip hop? Yeah, man, it's the fucking bitchiest scene I've ever been involved in. <laughs> really? Oh. So is that is that removing itself from grime? Is this just UK hip hop? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because grime seem they all seem gr- to put gr- each other grime, on. Yeah, do you know what? They if put half each other of these on, guys, if half of these guys behaved like they fucking do in the grime scene, they get stabbed up. They would be found fucking slumped at the back of a car somewhere. <laughs> I swear down, you can't. Mate, you have to give us some examples, like off air, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, look, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking snaky. Yeah. The whole yeah. UK hip hop thing. I mean, there's there's some real solid guys there. Yeah, there's some real good solid guys. People I've met, but I think yeah, you're you're fucking proper. But do you know what? That unfortunately, for every decent fucking human being and individual in that sort of whole fucking like scene there's five dickheads there's five like chances or you know anyway yeah, <laughs> I hear you, man. anyway do you, think, do you think that has to do with kind of like ego like bitterness or what, what big is fish in a small pond i think yeah i think yeah. that's the thing i think certain certain people are like you know, they, they they do well in this relatively small, controlled scene. Yeah, yeah. And they, they get fucking too big for their boots, basically. But I suppose with UK hip-hop, you do get a bit of, like, a cult following, don't you? And especially with, like, social media and the fact that sometimes artists are rated on how many followers they have rather than, mm. like, you know, the how much music it's they're putting it's out. Like a, way it's because it's, like, a predominantly independent scene, UK hip-hop, oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you take... If, far removed from grime, yeah? If you just treat it as, like, a pocket... And it is like derivative of US hip hop, like boom bap. So it has mm. its fans, you know, kind of like high focus typically. Obviously, they, they they have the odd exception in that roster. They've got some people doing different bits, but for the most part, it's, it's boom bap. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I do. Do you think that to some extent is like a detriment to development of the artists in terms of, I mean, you talk about not being a commodity, but in terms of making making money and going far and taking it the distance? I feel like I feel like this scene will put you on until you outgrow it and then it will try and hold you back. 
That's an interesting perspective, man. Personally. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll put you on and put you on and put you on. And then you'll get somewhere and you'll, you'll outgrow, uh, you know, and I'm not talking about fucking me at all. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy in my own little fucking, my own little pocket in the, in, in the pocket. Like, I'm cool. But I think, you know, you'll see people getting put on and pushed and it's like, yeah, you're doing fucking well, but oh, actually, I can't really take you with me. And it's like, well, what are you doing, you fucking snake? You're leaving us behind. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, fuck. That's all right. That's right. The mic's still plugged in, man. The mic's still plugged in. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So you know, like, yeah. I hate. I hate you so man. So many people are gonna fucking hate me after this. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's that's cool. That's cool. So uh, we'll just get back to the album then. No, um, no, no. It's good. I, no, I think it's important to talk yeah. about it, though, man. You know I mean, you've got you've got to like anyone who hates me after this. Fuck them. I'm only talking <laughs> the truth. Yeah, man. But uh, and obviously, you know, if if you're out here for the right reasons and making music. For the sake of making good music, then you know that's that's only a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah, any absolutely. kind of, you know, you're always going to get people <laughs> who don't do it for the right reasons, and let's just leave it there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, Aiden, sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's cool. I wanted to to, to speak to you about that song, um, "Don't Explain," that you did with LMA. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. Was that you? No, I, like, I really yeah, like yeah. that song, man. Yeah, we were talking no, about I it earlier. I really enjoyed that. So it, tell, it tells a story from like two perspectives. Um, perspectives, and then uh, I just wanted to know: Did you did you write it yourself, or was it, all, was it both written together? No, no, I, I wrote my part. She wrote yeah. her part, um, but I wrote my part probably four years before I met LMA. Right, and I'd recorded it, and um, just nothing ever happened to it. But like, I think at the time I was in a, I was in quite a volatile like like uh, I was in a relationship that was like. It was kind of like abusive from both sides. Like we were both kind of using each other, like for different things, toxic different relationship. relationships. Very toxic, yeah. And um, and it was like it was just kind of that side of things was. Um, uh, it was kind of like talking from being on both sides of the coin, mm. either being the jealous person thinking someone's fucking about behind your back yeah, yeah. or um or being the person who's being terrorized for doing something and they're not doing it right, gaslighting yeah. man yeah so yeah. so it's like yeah like it, you know i like i say i, I wrote that a long long time ago mm. um because that's a, it's a very very deep song and obviously like you say it says about your your sort of you know, past experiences or whatever. So was it important for you and who was going to be on the, who was going to be the other perspective in the, in that song? I mean, did you know when you met LMA that you wanted it to be her? No, or? I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that I rap from both perspectives. She kind of just sings, she sings right. the hook and uh, the hook's like, see, it wasn't, it's, it only became like a boy-girl thing when I met LMA and she sang on it. Mm -hmm. It was, it started off just me rapping from two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And then Ella came in and just sort of like filled filled a, a real big gap in the middle where I was just like, mm -hmm. it needs a hook. And, and she came in and fucking absolutely smashed it. And yeah. shout out Ella May as well, because she's a real fucking talent and a real fucking sound as fuck person as well. That's amazing, man. Solid, solid girl she is, good, good stuff. Nice. And um, yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of ratings for her. She's a um, fucking great singer as well. Like... But um, yeah, I mean that, like I say, it wasn't written with Ella in mind. Obviously, I didn't even meet Ella for years afterwards. But 
she fucking like I couldn't have asked for anyone better on it. She fucking she she did the business yeah. on that. No, it's a good song, great song. Great and track. other track, um, you that we talked about, where it's like it's a relationship, but a relationship with yeah, something with else. Crack cocaine. You recently shot a video for it, which is yet to be released. And that looks yeah. pretty, uh, pretty intense, man. Like the yeah. kind of so concept behind the video. I don't well, think I've heard that song. So tell me oh, it's good. about that song. It's okay, very good. so it's kind of like um, that's. It's like if you didn't know what it was about, you could be forgiven for for thinking that it was about a person. But it was, it was about me being, <laughs> being fucking trapped in an addiction, basically, and trying to get out of it, and. Um, it's produced by Ghost Town as well. Shout out, fucking uh, Frankie Teardrop there. Um, fucking absolute fucking heater of a beat. Mm. Um, Ghost Town's sick, man. Yeah, Not he's a fucking, fucking sick, sick producer. Yeah. Great, great, great talented guy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wrote this track and then um, kind of the video is kind of, um, it's starring my uh, my beautiful, long-suffering uh, Mrs. and uh and uh, the mother of my beautiful daughter Eloise. So, uh, yeah, give her, give her a nice, <laughs> give, her, give her a little shout, shout out. out. She's uh, yeah. So she, she kind of turned the suffering on its head and got to like hit me with hammers and knuckle dusters and like force feed, <laughs> force feed me fake drugs in that video shoot. It was great stuff. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. So that that video is gonna be it's gonna be really dark. So there's a track like. Crack cocaine personified as a as a person, as a person. yeah. It's almost like I don't know if you've heard it that Fifty Cent song where um, Baltimore Love thing where he personifies heroin as a person. Oh yeah, like yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know that. Yeah, a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, except this is kind of a ballad. It's like a love song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's got some real like real heavy like eighties fucking uh, guitar and like and and eighties drums on it like. Yeah, it's it's it's. When yeah. you shoot a video with like drugs in, obviously fake drugs. What what what, what <laughs> is it like? What are you well, using the thing is, back it, stuff, can't you? For like, a, it's kind of like, new for me too because because obviously uh, it, before there was no need for fake ones. <laughs> I just used to get the real ones in there, but um, no, this time round, um, <clears throat> I I uh, I made big rock, big lumps of coke. By adding water to ice and sugar and letting it set, and you pull it out and it just looks like, like they're doing uh, get rich or die trying when um go back to fifty cent again. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know when they start making the fake crack with like ice and sugar and heating up the water and. Okay, I'm, I, I can't. I, do you know what? I ain't, I, I ain't even seen that film. Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No, but um, but yeah. So like <laughs> that was that, and then I think I made fake crack with candle wax, and um. <laughs> I used real weed because, you know, it's one of one of the few vices I've got left. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that yeah. So and uh, I think I had apple juice in the in the place of uh, of liquor. Nice man. But yeah, yeah def- definitely not drinking today, man. Because no. I I felt bad on the way down. I was like, you know, I've got the beers in. He's like, oh, I'm not drinking. I was like, okay, you better not. I'm not going to be the kind of like <laughs> the driving force for your relapse, man. So I'm not, it's not going to be me. I'm, so on, I'm better on the not. water, man. I'm <laughs> on the water. Good man, good man. Much better for you. But, um, <laughs> but yes, um, it reminds me again of like, do you remember that K Coke fire in a booth about he's rapping about his gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I, I love those. I love those tracks. Like you know, uh, Common. I used to love her as well, and all that. Just, but like something's personified. You know, mm. it just makes for a fucking good concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's it. Like, um, 
and uh, like I f I'm really happy with it. Like the, the video couldn't have gone couldn't have gone better, to be honest. Um, and it's gonna be it, actually the, the the intro track that you played uh, today, uh, Lay Talk. That's gonna be the first part of a two part story, um, and you's gonna be the second part. Oh man, that's cool. So, uh, so two videos coming soon, and uh, yeah, you're gonna capture both of them. It's gonna be little. So these little like themes in a way they they tie together as a concept. Is this something that you like? plan beforehand or it just happens for, during the process and you think actually this could I, work i don't plan much <laughs> i'm like i said roll with the punches man got mad adhd <laughs> i just i just do whatever sparks my interest at that particular time and I, I grab a little bit of inspiration from somewhere most of my plans don't come off mm. to be honest it's, it's only when i just go oh yeah that'd be good and just do it Otherwise, if I plan shit, just set myself up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> just very rarely ended up following following through my plans. What's your um What's your process behind like le like learning bars and re reciting them and learning them before you do a show? Because you know, like just watching some kind of old videos of you guys from back in the day, and like there's one from Bournemouth where you're playing outside the winch and Rag and Bowman strumming the guitar, and you you're like spitting for like five minutes or whatever. I was like, fucking hell. Like how how do you kind of get these? How do you? Everyone has a different approach, right? To like memorizing bars. Do you have any specific approach to doing that? I kind of. By the time I've written a verse, I kind of almost know it because yeah, yeah. because I just sort of wrap it to myself. Obviously, as I'm like, I write two bars, and then I and then as I'm trying to think of the third one, I'll just be spitting those two bars over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah. to myself, and then I'll get to four bars. So then I'll be I'll be, I'll be wrapping those over and over again until I. Till I hit the next, like the next one. So by the by the time I finish the verse, I can generally remember most of it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, and then and then once it's finished, I kind of spit it to myself a few times. Just like I'm looking at me, I'm like 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 I've got my phone in my. There we go. I'll do that. So I'll be like, yeah, yeah. And then I'll tweak a little bar here and there, and and then I'll spit it again. So like, how yeah. did you first get like the confidence to do it? Because that's the, that's the thing that we don't really go into too much. Like we talk about when people first start writing bars and like writing songs but then actually having to like spit alcohol and cocaine carried me through <laughs> for a long yeah, yeah, time yeah yeah what initially as well yeah yeah i mean in terms yeah. of like i've got the confidence to do it yeah i mean to be honest I, i've got most of my confidence from alcohol and cocaine for a long time uh yeah it was uh it was kind of like you know it just was what it was i was i was uh involved for for a long time and yeah i, I mean i still get i get mad nervous now mm -hmm. like really really nervous like doing like like this is cool because it's just us talking exactly man like, if there were people watching i'd be like yeah and like like shows you know what i mean like like recording in the studio i'm cool but shows i get a little bit especially like solo shows like you know i haven't got a whole gang of fucking guys there to back me anymore, yeah, yeah so it's like but you know, I just you just get on with it, don't you? I is it like second it. sense? Is it kind of like a second sense now? Like you just kind of go out and do it. Like yeah, you've been rapping I mean, so long. I just, I kind of yeah. I mean, not really. I mean yeah, yeah. I mean I go I go out and do it every time, but I still get nervous now. Sort of what 10 12 years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just human, isn't it? It's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, man. That's but correct. I, I, I love playing. I love playing live. Like, I love it. I love being, like, you know, I just love being. It's where, it's where I get a lot of my, my aggression and my anger out. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. suppose there's a lot of energy that's put into forming, isn't it, and mm. putting on a, putting on a show. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, yeah, I've played, I played actually up at, um, oh fuck, Cypher Lounge recently, I supported Skinny Man up there, and that was the first, the first one I'd done in a little while, mm. and it was, that was fucking, like, that was real buzz, it went off really well in there. Yeah, yeah man. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, hopefully just, just gonna try and pick up a few bookings mm. through the summer, and, uh. Like I said, I'm playing, playing at that uh, thing. Uh, rest in peace, Pete Cashmore, by the way. Playing at his memorial thing next week mm-hmm. uh, in Camden. If anyone's going, it's called Battling Demons for Pete's sake. It's on Sunday, the 28th of July. It's in Camden. I don't know what the venue is, but you can find it on Facebook mm. or whatever. And uh, that's raising money for a mental health charity, Mind. Uh, in memory of our good friend who sadly took his own life a few months back. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's a great cause, man. So I'm hoping it all goes well mm. and to plan and, and there's a good turnout for him, man. So, yes, bless, man. Did you catch um, Dirty Dykes last tour? Yeah, so I, I, went, I went down to the Brighton. Yeah. No, no, I didn't go to the Brighton one, actually. Maybe I did. I can't remember. Because he put a, bought a caravan on stage, didn't he? Yeah, I did go down there, actually. I was Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I saw him down there. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to the show. I just went down mm. afterwards just to go and... Say hello to a few yeah, people. Yeah, no, I thought that was uh, really good how he put so much effort and design into the actual performance because that, that that does lack a lot sometimes. In Dyke's a lot of got an elaborate imagination. And yeah, so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was really, I was really sort of, uh, I like, I liked what I saw there. I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I remember I was seeing on Facebook uh, before all that. And just just this fucking he put this post up. Has anyone got a caravan that I can cut in half? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was just like, he's always asking for a fucking caravan or a moped or a speedboat or something. <laughs> he's always asking someone for some random fucking thing. But you, yeah, you, you, there's yeah. a little video of you from some years back, and it's just like when Dyke bumped into to Kong, oh, yeah. and you're like spitting some bars. Is that at his place? He's that just was like, at his, he's just yeah. making some beats, isn't he? Yeah, we um he, we used to live opposite each other. He he lived above my local pub. And, uh, Is this in Brighton? Yeah, in Brighton, yeah. And I used to go over there. I used to, oh, God, yeah. Fucking just used to go over there and like pop over there for half hour and end up leaving eight o'clock the next morning wrecked. <laughs> like, like make make music until we couldn't anymore. And like, there's a couple, and you know, there's, um, Dyke wants to check his hard drive actually because there must be a couple of little forgotten gems on his hard drive, like <laughs> me, me rapping over his beats. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, it was um, that Dyke. Yeah, that was that that night. I think it was me, Giz, Dyke, and Baxter all got drunk around the Dykes together, and I think me, Giz, and Baxter all did a little Dyke bumps into video. Good fun. <laughs> that would be the man. definitely the lost tapes, man. I'd love to listen to those. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> the powers that be, man. But you said you supported Skinny Man. Did you um, hear the latest track he's just done with Flip Tricks? Well, thriller. The video came out, I think, a couple of days back. Oh no, I'm and missing that. He's donning like a full-on like fisherman outfit and like fisherman's hat, like bright yellow. <laughs> but he just does it. Does it so well, man? Skinny he's just certified it, yeah. G, and he still, he's still, yeah, like he's still, still doing his thing. Like absolute god, god in the game, skinny. I'm, I'm fully, yeah, got can't. You know what is there to say about the guy? The guy's fucking. Ah, he's just G, man. Absolutely stalwart, man. He's and he's uh you know, council estate of mine's probably it's one of the reasons I started rapping. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking UK yeah. Illmatic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that that's kind of that's kind of what I was going for with with, with prehab was that was that kind of album. Yeah, man, and you, you definitely know. get that kind of like you know that through line 
very like saying, gritty and very honest just about like your upbringing and where, where, where you're at about. yeah yeah that's it and just 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 my surroundings you know what i mean and and shit i was up to shit my friends are up to shit i saw shit, shit, up, shit i grew up around mm. like you know, and uh, like I took inspiration from like albums like fucking Cancer State of Mind. Yeah, man. Like, you know. So speaking of UK veterans, then, um, have you heard uh, Chester P's new album and seen the new video for that Fuck Your Future? I haven't. Do you know what I saw? Because I'm not very active on social media anymore. To be honest, it, I find it really fucking poisonous. <laughs> so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I've got I've got all of them. I've got the fucking set. I completed social media, but <laughs> completed, <laughs> completed it, mate. Completed it, mate. <laughs> But um, but uh, yeah, so I've I've been kind of out the loop. But I saw I was scrolling through the Shotgun New York page, and I saw you posted, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. But like, like coming back to what I was the, the album I was speaking about earlier, it was Chester P that got me to listen to that album because I heard a little bit of J House, and I was like, I was like, mm, I kind of considered his music a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really sure how to take it. Like, I, 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 very, I didn't like shit with auto tune in. Do you know what I mean? And like, I was kind of a bit standoffish. But I, I knew I liked it. But I, I knew I, I kind of felt like I wasn't supposed to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I saw Chester post um, that the JS album was the best album he'd heard in the like, best British album he'd heard in the last twenty years. And it was like validation and I, to you. And I was like, okay. So somebody who I really respect as a fucking artist and and uh, and you know fucking has ma made for me like from the ashes is like probably my favourite ever UK hip hop album. So it's so overlooked though, man. Like, fucking it's incredible. It's insane how good that album is and like and and to have that validated by Chester, I thought oh, okay, okay, and then uh, yeah, like fucking. Like it's it's crazy new track man. Fuck your future, and he's walking around. I think um big up um ukhiphop.com. I think they filmed it and put it out there. And um he's just wearing a gas mask. But the the, the thing I noticed about the track itself, it's over like quite a minimalist like electro sounding beat. Zombies hot with no laces, smoking crops and no chasers. Waking up, smoke some weed, I hold a fresh and then pop some Yeah. And it works really well, man. And it's just like nothing else I've heard chess spit over. Yeah. And I yeah. think and it doesn't sound like oh he's doing it to keep up. It sounds so authentic he's, as he's well. He's a man. progressive artist. He's amazing. He? You know, I mean he's 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 been He's been about throughout everything, do you know what I mean? And he's still, he's still there, stands head and shoulders of fucking above fucking most people. So, you know, that's you know, that's when you know a true great. It's his I mean? birthday yeah. tomorrow as well, and I think yeah. it coincides. Happy with birthday, Chester Chess. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> well, it coincides with um, release of his new album, and he's um, oh, I think shit, he's doing the album launch at the uh, chip shop in Brixton. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. When, is, when is that? Tomorrow. What, I think. Tomorrow. Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty first. Oh, I want to get up there. <laughs> There's no way I can get away with that. I've got family stuff to do tomorrow, and oh, then no, I've got man. work on Monday. My so. gig going days are like, you know, declining. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see Freddie Gibbs and Madlib though in October. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're playing yeah. in Brighton, but no, well, the um, Madlib's only at the London dates, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 because yeah, Freddie Gibbs is playing Brighton, <laughs> he's playing Bristol, and a few others, but I think Madlib's only going to be at the London one. What was your thoughts on uh, Bandana? Have you given it a listen yet? 
I haven't, no. Like I say, I've not been... See, I get most of my music from social media, so when I'm active on social media, I'll fucking drink in loads it's of It's hard, though, isn't it? It's hard to keep up, man, unless you... Uh, to your point. Um, yeah. It's like, I've got... I've got mates like myself, like devout kind of hip-hop fans who I get a text every Friday just saying, this is dropped today. Give it a listen. I kind of need that nudge, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I kind of need that with everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's something I need to watch on the telly, I need to be told 1,500 times. If there's an album I need to listen to, it's the same. If I have to go and fucking clean up or like do you know what I mean go and do do you know what I mean anything I need to be told a bunch of times do you find as, I was going to say do you find as well where um, we've got you know the likes of YouTube we're very I think we've spoken about this about before we're very much more in towards like a singles generation like rather than people putting out full albums they put out just singles yeah. and it is difficult to really to, like, to keep on top of like what's going out because I don't know if you spans, thought, follow like Grime Daily or, or Link Up TV and, and that sort of scene but Daily, there's new stuff coming out daily, and it's hard to sort of keep up track of yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. I think I think you just like your your mind ends up oversaturated because you like you're watching that person's new video while seeing out the corner of the eye your eye that that person's new video is on that <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. fucking little drop down thing. Then you're like, oh, I'll have to clock that afterwards, and you press that. Next thing you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you flick through 15 music videos, and you probably haven't watched one of them front to back. Yeah, mm. you can't digest things properly because mm. everything's so instant. No, I completely get that's that. That's like that's why, like, if I find an album I like, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it front to back like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, because. Because it's the only way to really take in like like a, a musician. Hundred percent. I think as well, it's like everyone has kind of a process for listening to and digesting music, and there's so much influence that comes through social media, especially in kind of like a scene like UK hip hop, where it's like the ne the newest things come out. It's amazing. It's amazing. Everyone listens to it. It's amazing. When in fact nobody actually takes the time to digest it in a way where they think. I've actually made like a, an informed opinion. Objectively, this is good because of these reasons. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's new. It's the best. It's, it's the newest. New, the best. It's the new, newest. It's the good. best. My mates like it, so I like exactly it. Exactly that, man. Uh, and I think that's just a generational thing. I think it's the way we we digest media, the way we consume music these days is is very different. Unless you kind mm. of come from a background where you appreciate music organically anyway. Yeah. Like when I grew up, I was physical, buying physical fucking copies, physicals, man. Physical copies, yeah, yeah. CDs, cassettes, fucking, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? <clears throat> obviously vinyl, fucking, do you know what I mean? Whatever, would you like to have, have, to have something. When you, when you hold an album, you listen to the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. agree, I mean? man, 100%. Especially if it's on cassette because you can't <laughs> skip the fucking tracks. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like when you've got something you can hold, like you will listen to it and you'll read the fucking inlay and you'll, and you'll, you know what I mean? And you'll find cool little things about the artwork you like. And, and uh, I think there's, there's so much less of that. Now, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I think, I think the way things are now give definitely gives uh, like less known artists a much a much more of a chance at gaining that platform and gaining mm -hmm. that fan base. But at the same time, everyone's a fucking rapper these days, isn't there? There's a lot of oversaturation <laughs> because you know of I mean? that fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And everyone's yeah. like, right, no, this is my big chance, and it's just like. And also, um, when we spoke about this kind of stuff in previous episodes, where it's like, yeah, you might have spat some bars and uploaded the video but have you ever rocked a stage have you yeah. ever kind of like and the live component is so big but even so like if you if you pay enough you can get your video on a youtube channel yeah like the big the big sort yeah, of major youtube channel so like if you pay again it's, it's so like, false isn't it i was i was speaking to someone that, like somebody um about 
the vid me releasing videos of prehab and they were saying why don't you try and get it on this channel or that channel i was just like what's the fucking point like like yeah. all it's gonna all i'm gonna get is do you know what i mean i've seen people do this and they've paid dough to do it and all they've had is like you know they, they're still sat on 500 fucking views with 10,000 comments underneath saying you're shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's Real like, talk, so, man. So, ruth so ruthless. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd rather just release it off my own channel, show it to the people that want to see it and, and the people and try and, you know, all right, yeah, I mean, obviously you pay for a bit of advertising here and there. Mm -hmm. Try and make sure it gets in by the right people and the right demographic. But fuck begging fucking somebody else's fans. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Man. Don't go out there on your bed, cap in hand, going, can I have some views, please? Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. There's, yeah. there's definitely, like, and to your point, there's a demographic for the pocket of UK, well, UK hip-hop generally, and then there's a sub-genre of that and a pocket you fit into. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's very targeted. I'd rather have a hundred loyal fans than fucking, do you know what I mean? Than a, than a thousand sort of like people, do you know what I mean? That are, that are dipping and, do you know what I mean? I'd rather have a hundred loyal fans that will buy my next five albums than a thousand people buy this one. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just off the back of it being, of having a video on the right channel. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously like at the same time, you want, you want more fans, you want, you, but it's like what, at what, at what point do you sort of stop throwing money at that? It's such a, like, so, the music scene at the moment, it's moment so exploited. I mean, it was, it was already, like, really exploitative anyway. But, like, you know, you've got people paying to have their video on this channel, paying to fucking play a gig. People play it, paying to support someone. Oh, mate. Promoters selling support slots. It's fucking crazy That's backwards man yeah, because then you've just got these speech, fucking you've got these fucking rich kids that grew up in a fucking barn <laughs> a converted <laughs> barn in surrey and they're fucking chatting about fucking shot in fucking weight and they're chatting about like knife crime and, and, and it's like and it's like and, and the only reason they've got that platform to fucking say that shit in the first place is because they fucking cleared out like the, the trust fund to fucking do it and it's like whereas you've got other people that have like actually been in, you know they're actually like quite close you know what i mean they've done the things that they're talking about have been invited you know they're talking something that's relevant to them and relative to the, what they've seen and you know they, they, don't, they don't get a look in because obviously you know they don't have the uh money like, talks. exactly man they don't have the kind of the, the helping hand buy, buying views and all that bullshit and followers it's just fucking like, social media is false anyway, even when you've got all your own real followers. Come on, mate. It's, Let it all out. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, isn't it? It's such a fucking... Anyway, let's move on. No, man. I'm, I'm talking I'm, about fucking social I'm media. I'm enjoying the rant, mate. I'm enjoying the rant. It. So before we before we wrap up, man, um, is there anything you want to plug? Is there anyone you want to shout out? Um, it's Yeah, just... Uh... Okay, so... Uh, yeah, well... Um, Shout out my fucking rum committee goonies every time. Uh, we don't see each other as much as we used to, but still a lot of love there. And uh, shout out Seasling. He's got a project out, Obstacles. Uh, shout out uh, Gizmo. He's got an, he's got an uh, album out at the moment. Um, shout out fucking Brighton. Shout out my album Prehab. It's a fucking, it's a, you know, if you want to get to know me a little, then listen to it. It's out on all major platforms. If you don't want to buy it, you can get it on Spotify and Apple Music and that, that lot. Kong Prehab featuring 
Rag and Bone Man, Ocean Motherfucking Wisdom, uh, Ellen May, uh, Seaslin, production from a whole bag of fucking characters. Yeah, and it's uh, a little insight into my life before I got myself off to the, off the fucking hard stuff. Um, yeah, other than that, shout out my fucking beautiful, my beautiful daughter Odetta. Uh, you know, daddy, daddy is a gangster rapper. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. Good man, I really appreciate you making the journey to come down, man. And uh, before we play out with the track, The Don, featuring Seaslin, Rag and Bowman, Ocean Wisdom, Aiden, where can you find the podcast? Oh, well, Tom, I thought you'd never ask. So <laughs> you can you can find the podcast on all major streaming platforms on uh, on YouTube and give us a follow on, on Facebook, Instagram, and also uh, Twitter that Jake's got locked down. At um, Shotgun the Orcs. At Shotgun the Orcs on, on absolutely everything, man. Yeah, follow, like, subscribe. Um, as you guys know that we always preach, follow your local rappers, follow your local venue, follow your local like clothing lines, just support people. Cause, exactly, um, man. You know, Don't always head straight to the top. Just think yeah, of the people everyone. doing it. If, if you fuck with them making dope music, then just make sure they know it and support yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Don't just go, yeah, like you say, Tom, don't just go for the big, big people. You know, everyone has to start off somewhere. Support you, as you much as you can. If you pass on the way up, you'll pass again on the way back down. Exactly know? that, man. Wise words. In the words of JK, make sure you feed your man them or you'll be on the menu, Don. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, man. So where, so where can you find you on social media, Kong? Uh, yeah, so Twitter, Facebook, uh, Insta, all the same. Uh, Kong Boozetown, K-O-N-G-B-O-O-Z-E-T-O-W-N. Kong Boozetown, all of uh, yes, all of my social media. That's what that's that's me. And uh, yeah, go out and check the album. And, uh, Bless. and you should, because it's fucking sick, man. Yeah, so man, from one B town to another B town, we're gonna play out with the Don. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks <laughs> for joining us, man. Bless. Safe journey home. And obscene with it, baby. A freak, half thinking about keeping it. But she looking for a meal ticket, that ain't me. Take your shit, you better leave with it. I ain't into that. Chips are stacked and she ain't cash it. Take a scissors track and give it back like it's a classic. Way too big for all that tip for tat shit. From with digging prints or picking back like it's elastic. Way too raw for you to manage like I'm toxic waste. Way before I kick the habit, I'll be off my face. Watching born a couple naughty chicks and all their mates. The yats the tags upon my backs because they on my case. Look how I'm dancing, I just lean with it. I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look how I'm, look how I'm dancing, I just lean with it. I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look, look, look how I'm dancing, I just lean with it. I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look how I'm, look how I'm dancing, I just lean with it. You know it sees with it Ah, uh, me nah dance, I just lean with it Ah, uh, your girl paid for my drinks, then I leave with it My team sick, I stop being winning since knee vision And we keep ripping up snitches, but I don't mean Quidditch
I pop eyes and I don't need spinach I'm on this deep killing spree I just eat rhythms Got cheese dripping from my teeth But I don't wear grills And I was born a survivor Call me Bear Grills. Got bare skill The air's ill when I spit into it Catch me in the shrimps I'm wavy off that illy fluid I ain't into talking greasy I just freaking do it We run bustuous You know about committee's movement This is prehab There'll never be a rematch Listen to this music While your missus getting teabagged Fuck a text Fuck an email And a C-fax Don't matter how they see it Cause I'm ready for the relapse Look I'm dance I just lay with it I'm, I'm really sick Everybody trying to leave with it Look I'm, look I'm dance I just lay with it I'm, I'm really sick Everybody trying to leave with it Look, look, look I don't dance I just lean with it I'm, I'm really sick Everybody trying to leave with it Look I don't, look I don't dance I just lean with it Y'all bust out your birthday cake and shout fuck you All these white rappers is bland, they like tofu Say you don't rate my shit, but you so do Give yourself a slap to the grill I've been at the top of my game since Panini Biker Max from Mars was on the TV And Rags had a rally burner I never paid the cost and be some bad man Scruffy little you With a handful of scaggy gurners Made a earner, but took it way further than I ought to Came back slinging out vocal murder I got the gist, I pumped that fist I milked those teats till there was gallons for the churner Why you concerned when your whole team's trapped? The only way you're getting on stage is if you beg it See here, sonny boy, boy, listen when I speak And be gone when I've said it, get it Look, I don't dance, I just lean with it I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it Look, I don't, look, I don't dance, I just lean with it I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look, 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 I don't dance, I just lean with it. I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look, I don't, look, I don't dance, I just lean with it. I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it, leave with it. Uh, I don't fuck with those. Leaving with really it's easy, cause they ready, know the O. Leaving nitty weeping for me, feeling for a flow. I'm feeling for a dome, that's why you see me getting involved. Uh, uh, I did it all on my own, check out my home. Look who I got in my phone. Look at the size of the show, look at the dough, look at the way that I roll. Look at the job that you got, look at them eyes, you're doing 10 in a row. Look at this plane that I'm on, look at the seats, they do not come in a row. I make them come in a row, three at a time, she wanna fuck it and go. I be inclined, cheat to the way that she whine, cheat to the way that she glow. Screaming for whiz, I'm on the top of the top, she on the top of the dick, she trying to score. Talking my head with a fit, tell her it is what it is. I was all chicken and chips, chilling in bits. Now is he top of the list? Now it's all goose and pigs, suits and flicks. Sign this tip, ride this hit, fly that quick. Meet this prick, beat this chick, wear this calm, kill this show, or shake this hat. All my man never know what I got. Look, I don't dance, I just lean with it. I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look, I don't, look, I don't dance, I just lean with it. I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it. Look, 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 I don't dance, I just lean with it. I'm, I'm really sick, everybody trying to leave with it.